Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> this is season two, episode. You said six, right? Yeah, episode six of For the Future. I know it's been a long time, guys. Been wanting to come through for y'all, but just haven't happened. But we're here now, and we're ready to have another, <laughs> another fun episode. Uh, yeah. This is kind of dang. It's been a while. Kind of got to get used to this again, but. Today marks the death of Juice World. I'm sorry, we were going to talk about this later on, but... Yeah, it had to come up. I had to shout him out. He has been there for a lot of my depressing times, and it's just, I hate to see a young man go, another one, after he's just rising, just becoming a famous, well, more famous artist, but yeah, it's hard to see him go. But... On to the next topic. Last week, we talked about uh, college and getting ready for college and the school system in the city. We kind of went into that a little bit, and I kind of had to hold back because we were saving it for today's conversation, which is a situation which happened at our school. Well, my old school, Marcus's current school. And uh, yeah, so let me explain it to you guys. So... A friend of ours is, dang, who, I don't want to say names. It's just, like, really weird. Uh, so a younger student in our school and her class had gone to a suburban school. And in that suburban school, uh, our teachers had planned for us to see, you know, the difference between, between the two schools, like a city school and then a suburban school. And... To my knowledge, it was a very one-sided experience. Uh, the kids from our school didn't really, you know, they got immersed in, like, the culture of, you know, suburban schools. Like, I heard that they had got to see, like, a rock climbing uh, wall at the school. They had got to see just, like, things in general that we didn't have at our urban school. And then I had asked, oh, well, are the suburban kids coming to our school? And I got to no. know. It didn't seem like it was going to... It was like being put in place. And so, uh, yeah, I feel like we have to talk about that because I heard that a lot of the kids and these are second graders, by the way, these are second graders. So they're like young, easy to influence with like certain things. And yeah, I just feel like it was very one sided. And I heard that a lot of the kids, they were coming home and they were saying, oh, well, you know, I want to go to, you know, suburban schools. I don't want to go to a city school. And I feel like that's. I just feel like that's wrong. I, I love the city schools. I would probably not want to be anywhere. Well, I don't want to be anywhere else. And so how do you guys feel about that? Um, since I didn't grow up in Rochester, all of this is kind of new to me. Um, like I never really have thought about the differences between suburban, sorry, suburban and urban schools. Um, so that's been an all new like topic. And I don't really know... Like, I don't have a lot of background on it, just kind of what I've heard from staying here for the past few months. Um, I do think it's really interesting, though, to hear... um, Sorry, we're having mic problems. (laughs) Marcus, did you put that one on? Yeah. No, you put that one on. I didn't put any of the mics on. I just put the little cords in. Well, it probably was me. Mm. Anyway, um... Yeah, I just think it's been really interesting to hear about how passionate you guys like are about your school, and 
I the, from the few times I've been at School 58, I think it's really cool. It's so different from what I've experienced because I grew up in a rural, very different school. Um, and I think it does provide you with a lot of opportunities from what I've heard um, with like being so like immersive in, in the city and all the experiences you get. Um, I think that's really awesome. And I'm, I don't, I've never been to a suburban school, so I don't know what those are like. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I don't know if that really made sense, but. Huh? I mean, I've always, well, suburban schools are never really an option. I mean, whenever I went to school, it's either city school, which one you going to go to. And then, like, when I did go to suburban schools for, like, for, like, meets, for the sports, it'd just be, like, I want to say awkward because it's just, like, you're just, he's a city kid. Everybody's just looking at you. You just, you don't know what to do because you haven't really, like, been in a suburban school. Everything in the suburban school is just, like, really big, really separated, really, really just different compared to the city. And that's why I really like the city because everything's, like, you know, it's a mix of everything. It's blended, it's diverse. And it's, it's just, like, it's like a family, I guess. That's why I, that's why I like the city schools. Yeah, I can definitely get behind that, the diversity of the city. That's, like, the main reason why I like the city, you know? Like, there's... I feel like there's more aware people in the city. And I say this because, uh, you know... You know how, like, those those white people that just know the differences between white and black culture? Like, there's small things that just black households, like, have... That, like, it's just so satisfying when just, like, white people know that. You know what I'm saying? It's so satisfying. And it sounds really weird, but, like, if you if you go through it, you'll know it. I can't really, like, explain it any further than that. But it's just, like, certain things that happen in the city, it's easier for you to have... What I'm trying to say is, like, it's easier for you to have access to that knowledge if you live in the city. It's very, like I said, one-sided if you live in a suburban area in a suburban community you you have that suburban mindset and i feel like every time i've gone to the suburb suburbs like suburbs it's like uh i don't know like for meets and stuff like that it's like yeah like you walk in and you feel like you're the only person in the room and everyone's staring at you everyone has a certain uh a certain uh like what's the word i'm looking for they just Think of you a certain way as soon as you walk in the building because you're from the city. And I feel like that's even with, like, white kids who are from the city. It's not just, like, for black kids. We had this guy on our rugby team not too long ago, like, two years ago. And he had gone to McQuaid. And we played a game against McQuaid. And McQuaid, they have a bunch of cool dudes. Like, I I played with, like, two or three of their... uh, two or three other guys on like our traveling team that we did one summer and they're like cool guys but you know some of the people on the bleachers they were like oh you know the guy that was on our team who had come from their school they were like talking junk about you know now he does this now he's like into that because like he hangs out with black kids and he hangs out with city kids now like he's not part of their you know group anymore like you can't be friends with us anymore because you're with these kind of people and it's just like it's 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 wrong, flat out. It's just wrong. And I feel like people sleep on the city. The city is mad fun. And like I said, there's like always something to do here. We got some good water. Our water is always good in Rochester. By the way, we went to Brooklyn. The water was alright. You can you can you can definitely taste the difference. But it it was good water though, but it's not 
It's not Rochester Wait, water. Was, what's what was the difference? Huh? What was the difference? So like hot? It wasn't no. What? It was like warm. <laughs> no, it wasn't it was warm. It was just like the taste was different. <laughs> People say water is tasteless. Water is not tasteless, my friend. It is not tasteless. Like Okay. You you seriously don't know? <laughs> I don't I don't. I, I agree with you that water has a taste. I just am not particularly like picky about it. No, just, it's so, just water. I mean, unless it's like super chlorinated. It's just water. I'm, yeah, I'm chlorine is different. Pretty though. much okay with it, but it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I I talked with a few people about this, and I just feel like not just with. Our schools specifically, but just in general, I I felt really ashamed that like our teachers who we've had for years, teachers who always talk about, you know, being leaders of change, allowing kids to be leaders of change and like wanting to, you know, always be the best school we can be. I just don't feel like that was the the thing that shows who our school really is. You know what I'm saying? Like after all these years being there, I just feel like that wasn't the right thing to do. Especially considering these kids are really young. They're really, like, easy to influence about that kind of thing. You know, you probably have a bunch of these kids who are now like, yo, I can't wait till I go to this school. Instead of, like, making not just these kids from the suburbs, but our kids in general love who they are and love what the city, you know, creates them, like, creates them to be once they get older. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many people who, like, I don't know, support their city a lot. Because that's where you were raised. That's because where you're from, where right. you were born. And I just feel like that just wasn't the right thing to Come do. Come on, the field trip? Like, yeah, yeah. Wrong? I think it could have been really beneficial to have the kids from the suburban schools come visit a city school and, like, also talk about all the positives there. Because um, I think it would have been... I, I guess I'm not really completely sure on what all the circumstances were yeah, that's um, behind true. the field trips. But um, I think it would have been really beneficial and... Like, I, I would never want it to be harming. Like you were saying, like, second graders can be influenced really easily if someone's telling them, like, hey, this is a really cool thing, like, that we don't have at our school. Mm-hmm. Like, not necessarily that they were telling them that, but it's it, it would have been different, I think, had they talked about the positives of their school, which, I like I said, I'm, I don't know if they did or not, but I think that's just something to consider. Like, if the suburban schools, kids are visiting city schools and talking about the positives also. Mm-hmm. I also feel like it would have been a really good uh it would have been a really good field trip if they were older kids doing the field See, trip. We you did know what something I'm like that. Because I remember yeah, I remember Naples. we didn't do it, but I'd be fine with doing it for a different reason. Like we we all know as a like we're all young adults, we all know that there is definitely a difference between city schools and suburban schools. Mm-hmm. And we know that that difference shouldn't be there. We know that all these suburban schools are getting money towards new textbooks t- towards like we said before, like rock climbing things. I'm only saying rock climbing a lot because that's the only thing that I remember. <laughs> like there were a lot more stuff that were explained, but that's like the one thing I remember. And textbooks, of course. But, like, you know, there's just a lot of things put in place at suburban schools that, you know, we don't have. And that would have been a great field trip for us to, like, for us older kids to have and be like, oh, yeah, so these are the difference. How can we work out a change? How can we work out something different to happen to bring to our schools? Mm-hmm. But that's not the case. You know, it's younger kids who can, like we said, are easily influenced into thinking, oh, yeah, our school is trash because right. we don't have any of this stuff. You know, when there's a lot of stuff, not just from our school, but from our city that can help these kids rise. Uh, I had a conversation with my sister yesterday and she was saying how she didn't want 
her uh, her baby to go to city schools, and I just feel like that's like the wrong the wrong idea. You know, a lot of people have the wrong idea on the city, and it really is kind of disappointing when like your family has that same wrong you know, outlook on what the city can bring and how the city, you know, like there's violence everywhere, you know? Yeah. And I feel like it's way easier to hide that violence, to hide that crime in suburban communities. It's way easier for a child. And I talked about this a lot with my family. Like my mom, she went to Pittsburgh Sutherland and she said at her school, there were always teenage, teenage pregnancies, but it was easier and it was, they had more access to, you know, hide it or, you know, have an abortion or, mm. you know, have access to cover all that up in the city you just can't it's hard to cover it up you know everybody knows everybody in the city and so once something gets out something gets out you know and it's hard to access is going to keep coming up like people in the city just don't have access it's Mm -hmm. hard to you know have that kind of uh uh background when it comes to you know safeguarding news going around you know like everything in the city is like really congested like the buildings, the schools, the um, the children, and then in the suburbs, everything's like like spread out. Like schools, like schools over here, houses are over here, supermarkets over here. Mm-hmm. It's just it's like two different worlds, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we got we should try to like combine those two worlds so we can like I don't know, just like change the whole education system because it's like it's messed up. How was Two different worlds. Like, that whole filter thing kind of, like, messed with my head a little bit because I don't think, like, little kids should be thinking that and that, well, that young, that they really want to go there, but they have this whole school here. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's confusing. What are, like, since I don't know, what are the size differences between, like, a normal, like, suburban school and an urban school? I have no idea. Like, what I do know is our school specifically, uh, we are like one of the best, like I'm not trying to brag or anything, but we're like one of the best schools in like the, the city, city. Yeah, yeah, in this actual city. And we can hold up to- Like eight, 800. We can hold up to like 700. 700, yeah. 700 or something like that. We have about 900, or at least last year when I had gone, we had about 900 students- K through 12 going to our school so our capacity is about 700 we had 900 people and so like it was really hard for us to like you know move between classes Mm -hmm. and our classrooms were really small our building is really small for that amount of students and so like teachers had to like bring carts to Mm -hmm. go to other classrooms when other teachers had like lunch breaks or Mm -hmm. you know just stuff like that like it was really hard to navigate in our school because we had so many students and that's because not only with the uh was it a it was a hurricane in Puerto Rico, right? Yeah. Yeah. So hurricane with the hurricane Maria. in Puerto Rico, and then we have a lot of uh, what? I keep forgetting my words. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, we have a lot of uh different races coming into our school. We have a lot of uh different uh diverse students coming into our school, and so we bring in so many people, and like all these other schools aren't bringing in as many students. So we had specifically about 900 when I graduated, a little more than that. Okay. Uh, but I can look it up though. What was your graduating class? Like 100 kids. 100? Yeah, that's about like the same. Like 90, 90 something kids. For our school mm-hmm. like that I went to, I think it was a little less than 100, like yeah. 97 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, that's so where ours was. Our, our school is pretty small, but that, like, that's kind of not what I was expecting when I came here, 
um, like, when I think of city school, I think of, like, huge schools, mm-hmm. um, which it's, like, kind of weird to me that a school located in, like, the middle of a city is as small as my school, which is located in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. you know, like, which is really different from what I expected. I I guess I hadn't really thought about it a lot before, but I think that's really cool that you still, like, know most of the people in your class and, like, have that experience of, like, I loved that. Well, for the most part, I liked knowing everyone in my grade mm-hmm. and like being what, being able to know about the people I was graduating with instead of being in a school of like a graduating class of like 400 or something where there's no way you can yeah. know everyone. You yeah. know, I liked having like personal connections with teachers and things like that mm-hmm. also. That was kind of off topic, but I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I I can I can get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> uh I feel like we did know everyone in our class, and our group specifically was really cool with the kids in our class. Uh, we weren't like, you know, everybody, let's hang out. But, like, our group of friends, we were always, like, the there there are still cliques that exist. So we were the clique that was just, like, cool with everybody. We always did our own thing, but if we see you in the hall, what's up? Like, how's it going? You know, how's school going? And, you know, you had, the like, the basketball players. We have the... What other cliques do we have? I don't, I don't know. We have we have cliques. It's a lot. We have like. I don't want to say nerds because like everybody's just everybody's smart in their own way. Yeah. You got. You got the. Also, this is like way off topic, but dang, what was I going to say? This is a really good point. I saw this the other day. Somebody take over. I forgot it. Um. Okay. Well, you said... <laughs> no, I had a really good point that I was going to bring up, but then you had said something, and that word got caught in my head, and so I, like, totally forgot. What did I say? I said nerds, and then I said... We were talking about cliques at school. Everybody's smart in their own way. Yeah, everybody's smart in their own way. I, I totally forgot. It was on the tip of my tongue. I'm sorry. Oh. That just got us totally off track. <laughs> but back to the city, and, you know, like, just city love. It just, like, it just... I don't know. It just kills me. Uh, back to like my sister's situation. Like she just wants to. She thinks that the city has too much crime. She thinks that there's nothing ever to do in our city. She thinks that putting her daughter into a uh, like a suburban school would just like make her safer. But we had to talk about this last year. We actually made a whole book. My class made a whole book about why it's better to be in classes and in schools where you're more comfortable with the people around you. Uh, I don't, yeah, we made a book with Ms. Zeller last year. That was like our capstone project, not our capstone project, but our, like our final project for that class. We made a book Mm. on how it is like to succeed in high school and succeed in college. You need to be comfortable where you are. Mm. And one of the best ways to be comfortable where you are is to be around people who are like like you, you know what I'm saying? And uh this does not like mean, oh yeah, you know, I don't mess with white people because they're not like me. This means that like, you know, if you're a black child and you're growing up at a suburban school, it's going to be hard for you to be comfortable where you are. And so that affects your learning, that affects the way you go home and do like home stuff. It affects just the way that you live your life, you know? And we don't talk about this a lot. But I'm telling you, like living in a city school for a black 
student, I just feel like it would be like so much better of an experience. I wish I had living? my I wish I had my book on me, huh? Living in the city school? Yeah, like if you're if you're a black child living in a predominantly black school, it's like so much you you're so much more comfortable with oh. the because pe- you you're with these people that like that you can relate to. I thought you, know you meant what I'm saying? living like, like like going there, eat, sleep, like like a boys school kind of like. Oh no no I should have mentioned no. Never mind, I was off. off like off. you ever you ever get really excited about having a black teacher, Marcus? Yeah, but that doesn't really that doesn't happen. Now. Yeah, exactly. It rarely happens because we rarely see black teachers. But when you do see a black teacher, especially a black dude. <laughs> as a teacher, Scudgy. you get really you get really comfortable with them, right? You can talk to them a certain way. You don't have to talk to them as if it's a teacher. You talk to them as if you like like as if you know them. You know what I'm saying? Because you're comfortable with this person, you know. And you don't usually act bad when it's a black dude in the classroom, do you? Oh, I'll never act bad, but that's, yeah, that, that's point. no. But I'm saying like you won't you won't be on no. Well, we're not usually on no crazy jumps, but even <laughs> but even the 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 students who are usually like off you know the walls. off the wall like. And they're they're black and they're boys, and I can only speak for boys. But when you're a black boy in a classroom and you have a substitute that's a black guy, you're not gonna act the same way that you act when you have these white female teachers. You know what I'm saying? Because like you're comfortable with this dude, you're gonna talk to this guy how you talk to like your friends on the street. You're gonna be like, "Yo, what's up? Like, how you doing?" And you're gonna get your work done too. Like there was so many times where like there was a black dude come in when I was younger, and I was just like, "Yo, I'm doing my work." I like this guy. We 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 can probably like have a conversation afterwards. But you don't you don't think about that when you're when you have these other teachers that aren't like you. And it goes the same way with students. And people don't talk about this, but it's a big thing that should be acknowledged. I feel like my niece would be more comfortable in a city school, but that's just not my choice. You know what I'm saying? Hmm, to the teacher, I gotta. I always wonder like how how do teachers feel. Like going into a classroom full of like, let's say a black teacher going to a classroom full of predominantly white students or or vice versa. Like, I wonder, like, do they feel the same way we feel when we see a black teacher? Do they like, or is it different? I think they do. Are you asking for my opinion? Yes. I have no experience in this. Because as I've said in other episodes, there is literally no diversity at my school at all. So, when the first day you met me, Mm -hmm. Marcus, who else else came here that was black? Wait, to the podcast? Yeah, just like came here that you, black people that you've met so far, like Mm -hmm. when you first met them, were you like in a, like, I don't want to say like. Yeah, kind of. Like, how did you feel when you had met them? Like, you don't just... I'm just curious. I mean, since... I i don't think I really felt any different than I would meeting someone else. But I've also grown up in a home that's like, hey, oh, yeah, you, you love and accept everyone. Yeah. Like, no matter what. So, I definitely have a lot of, like... Everyone judges people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> obviously. But, like, I've had a lot of experiences just coming here where I'm, like, realizing that I still have a lot of these, like, really harmful, like, thoughts in my head that, like, I don't, I never would act on them or anything like that. But I'm, like, oh, it does feel different when I see someone that's black walking down the sidewalk and I'm running by myself and I get more uncomfortable than I would if it was a white person. Mm -hmm. And that's something I've worked on a lot, especially in these past few months. Like, and I think it's gotten a lot better. I still have a long ways to go, but it's just super interesting and it's not necessarily it's just 
like interesting to think about because I, my whole town is pretty much white, white so yeah. I've never like had that experience before. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's really interesting to think about that and just like recognize how long a ways I have to go. Um, but yeah, like when I was meeting you guys, since I knew that you were good friends with the people yeah, I'm staying with, that is I was true. like. Hey, that is true. You're cool. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And like I I don't think I felt any different than meeting the white people I've met here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, it's it's a little bit uncomfortable meeting people in the first place that you don't know, especially since I was like brand new here and I didn't know anyone. <laughs> you know? So mm-hmm. I'd say like I I I don't think it was any different than meeting anyone else that I've met here. Yeah. That makes sense. We got to get some more white people. We don't have many white Wait, what people. What happened to Charlie, man? Huh? Happened oh, to Charlie. I do got to bring Charlie back. <laughs> he texted me. Well, he was supposed to be on like two weeks ago, but we were in Brooklyn. three weeks ago. We he was we were in Brooklyn. And then the week after that, he had his sister's uh, birthday. Mm. And so last week we didn't have one. Yeah. And the week before that, we didn't have one because certain situations had happened. But next week. Yeah. Possibility. Next week. I'll, I'll definitely text him tomorrow. And see if he wants to be on this, because Charlie's really outspoken. I just thought of something, but I forgot it. It was something good, too. <laughs> yeah, I swear it'd be like that. Okay, so turn it back around on you. Like, when you met me, would your, like, interactions with me be different if I were, a, like, a black female? Yes. Can you, like, Yes. I, I kind of figured, <laughs> but, like, explain to me, like, how. Like, just tell me your thought process. I so, <laughs> so, like... I'm usually the guy that's like, I'm I'm really cool with everybody. Like I don't care if you're white, if you're black, Mad fluid. if you're yellow, like if you're water. purple. <laughs> I don't care. Like I'm gonna act certain. I'm gonna act a certain way. I'm gonna be like, yo, what's up? Like, what's yeah. good with you? Like, I'm really nice. But if you're like a black girl, like I feel like I can be way more goofy <laughs> when I first meet you. Like if you're if you're white, I can be goofy eventually. But then, like, even when I started, like, coming over here to Brian and Kristen's house, like, they were, they're, like, really nice about stuff. They're just like, yo, if you want some food, just go in the fridge, go in the cabinets, take what you want. I'm not going to do that because at my house, I wasn't raised to just go into the cabinets. I can't even go into the cabinets at my house. You got to ask to go into the cabinets. Well, now I, I can go in oh, the cabinets. But when, when you're younger, it's just like, yo, you, you better ask to get those chips before you go <laughs> no, grab the chips. Ask him, Miles. We just... Go and get it. Eh? So, like, coming doing? here, it was really different because, like, they're really kind. And I'm a really kind person, but it's just, like, sometimes I'm I'm uncomfortable doing certain things around, you know, certain people. But, like, when the, the You Look Good episode, like, it's easy for me to see a black girl and be like, oh, hi, yo, what's good with you? You know, slap you up, you know, be on that kind of, like, chop it up kind of energy because, mm-hmm. like, you're like me, you're black. Uh, but, like, I've never, I've never, I never looked at a white person and was like, oh, yeah, I, I hate her because... <laughs> She's white. No, right. when I knew, right. I knew, like, I knew who you were. I knew that you lived here, well, that you stayed here. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. A new friend, you know, a new person to meet. And I like meeting new people, so I was yeah. just like, yeah. Yeah. The first time I, like, met you guys, you guys just came over and were, like, talking on the porch or something with Brian and Kristen. It was, like, oh, it was in, like, early Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Like, after you guys left, I was like, these are pretty cool. Like, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, it's, that's, like, super interesting to me because, and... I don't know if it was different because I'm, like, totally new. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not like I've been here before, Mm -hmm. you know? So, I don't know. That's just super interesting to think about. Like, how just how we were all raised and 
the color of our skin, how that makes a difference and like how we feel when we're meeting someone new, mm-hmm. you know, that's super interesting. I feel like, and this is just for me. Well, maybe it's not for me, but just like for black people, I'm going to just speak for me because this is how I act. But when I, when I meet black people and I like, when I'm first meeting you, I'm going to act like I know you already. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to slap you up. I'm be like, what's good with you? Mm-hmm. Like even when Jayana and her friend were on that one episode, I like like they walked in and I was like, "Yo, what's good?" We were making jokes, we were laughing it up, we were just chilling on the couch for an hour before we even started an episode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think a lot of that is your personality. Like yeah, you're just true. like yeah. you're so like welcoming and just like warm, friendly, yeah. like just flowing. Yeah, like 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 I said the first time I came, I was like, "He's so cool." Yeah, like, thank you. We were just like super chill and like super like hey. This is mm-hmm. me, you know, and yeah. not really, like, super shy or reserved, which I think some people are, you know, and you're just much more, like, social, mm-hmm. which, yeah, I really appreciate it. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's cool you're how social you too, are. Marcus. Hey. You're <laughs> a social a butterfly, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. On the podcast, I'm like, it's so different. I'm, just say you're quiet. Just, okay, just say I'm, a, I'm not that quiet, but on a podcast. You are quiet, yo. I'm quiet on a podcast. The other episode, you went the whole episode without saying Okay, a that's because I said something that was messed up. And I was like, you know, I'm just shut down. But <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I get nervous when I'm on a podcast, but that's slowly been like fading away. Because as you see, I'm starting to talk more. But um, Yeah, he's been talking all episode today, guys. Oh but like, I don't know. I feel like when I'm nervous, I don't like to talk a lot. But like, give me a couple... Like, more interaction, I'm, like, going to start to open up. It's kind of like a book. When you first, like, crack that cover open, that's, that's just like me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so does that have anything to do with, with Anna? Oh, Or Anna. the Babcocks? Oh, yeah. See, when I first, like, met Anna, I was like, hey, she's kind of quiet. But I was like, She's oh. kind of quiet? I was like, is that just me? Is that just me? I'm like, dang. I don't know. Because, like, when I send to meet someone, I'm, like, I try to fill them all at first, like, you know, are they going to talk? Are they... Or is it like, is it all on me? Then I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to be quiet. But then I realized, like, <laughs> that's not going to, like, start any conversation. So I'm just like, you know what? Yes, yeah, so you're not going to get might any as well connection out of it. Just go for it. So then I was like, you know, she's pretty cool. Like, that one episode we did, we were talking about, it was Charlie was here. We were talking about her school. And I was like, dang, she's mad dope. It's just it's fire. So then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start talking more because. Nobody want to hear me, you know, being quiet the whole time. Just yeah. like, I feel like when you're talking, it just like helps that connection develop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I really enjoy about talking whenever I do talk. So, but yeah. Hold on. Yeah, I have, a, I have a question, but I'm trying to word it right. So, like, I know you said that you were trying to feel it out, but. Wait, feel what did, out? Just like Anna and Charlie and like all the new people that you were interacting yeah. with. But the, vibe. the fact that they were white, is oh, that, that would did that is that that like, don't mean nothing. I don't that don't mean nothing. Please don't say you don't see color, bro. Don't be that. one of those people, yo. That. You almost said that. Joke. No, no, no. I feel like let me think, because I've never seen them before, so it's like I was. So like, you thought of them more as new people than yeah, it's like, oh yeah, people. this new person plus they're white. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, it's like oh new faces, never seen them before. This should be interesting. Mm-hmm. But then, like as time went on, it's just like, just like everybody else, they cool with me. I'm cool with them. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm a pretty social person, but since like I didn't know any of you coming in, like all of you knew each other, I was kind of like, oh, let me yeah. just 
you know? And, like, now it's much more okay, but, like, the first time I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing. So, mm-hmm. the first episode I was here, but I didn't, like, I didn't talk when, like, Charlie and them were all here. Like, I just kind of, like, chilled and oh, listened. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I was, like, I was nervous. <laughs> She's right there. I was just like chilling listening to the podcast but then the next time I talked but it was just super interesting to I don't know I've definitely become more comfortable like talking to you guys it's definitely different knowing that you're being recorded um (laughs) and I have definitely said some dumb things but like yeah I think it's it's different like I don't even know what I'm really trying to say but just like figuring each other out just based on these, like... Because we just dove right into deep conversation without really knowing each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is not something you normally do mm-hmm. with people. And, like, since you guys are my age, that, like, helps a lot. Um, just knowing that we're, like, kind of in the same place, like, that type of thing is really, like, comforting, I guess. Um, or it makes it a lot easier to talk about things. But we also have a lot of differences, like, based on a lot of things. Like, you grew up here, you're both black males i'm a white female we've grown up in totally different situations um which is why i I would say i was like definitely more reserved at first i was like i had no idea like what you guys were gonna be like Mm -hmm. you know if that makes sense and i'm sorry i keep acting this does this have anything to do with us being black or being males or was that just like you know it's new people um I would say mostly new people because mm-hmm. it was the same thing when I met, like, Silas and Ethan. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt the same sort of, like, I don't really, like, I'm just feeling this out. Yeah. Like, I don't know what your yeah. personality is. And since you, like I said, like, since you've all grown up in a city, that's totally, that's totally new to me. And mm-hmm. you all, like, share the experience of going to this type of school for the most part and um, that type of thing. I, I wouldn't say it's really, like, been super different in how I've, like, felt talking to you guys versus Silas and Ethan. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I guess, like, I'm more used to talking to white guys, but Mm -hmm. I haven't experienced anything different about Mm -hmm. it necessarily, or I wasn't more stressed about it. I I would definitely say it's more of, like, new people type Mm -hmm. of thing, you know? Yeah. I think... uh... Now that we've talked about it, I think uh, people don't talk about how it's it's just that easy. It's just that easy. Like, we literally met you a couple months ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now, you know, we're recording episodes every day. We walk in. Every we're like, day. what's up? Huh? Every Not day. Every <laughs> Sunday. My bad. Every it's supposed to be every Sunday. Uh, <laughs> but, like, like, when we're walking, like, we're just all so comfortable with each other. Yeah. And people don't talk about how easy it is to just, like, become comfortable with the people you expose yourself with. Or at least try to expose yourself with. Like, we know a lot of people are shy. And we're not going to, like, we're not sleeping on y'all. But... Yeah, but... I miss it now. I'm just talking, bro. Yeah, like... Like the connection that you like that you get with people, and this is not just for like shy people. This is for like people that are racist, people that are sexist, people that like just don't know what someone else is going through. It's mm. just that easy to just go up to them and like start a conversation, like jump or, into it. Yeah, because yeah, like you said, yeah. we had had full blown deep conversations before. Right. Like, yeah, I don't know before we like knew each other as you yeah. know as friends and such. You know, and I like at this point we've had some conversations like, not on the podcast, you know, that have been really interesting. But, like, like I said, the first ones were, like, oh, wow, I'm, like, really getting to know a lot about you guys, and mm-hmm. it's 
it's for a podcast. It's not just like we were like having a conversation. Yeah. And I'm so glad that like this has been a thing because we probably wouldn't have had conversations like this if we weren't doing the podcast, yeah. you know, which is really cool to just know that you can, yeah, like you said, it's, it's, if you are like active about that choice, you can just talk to people, you, can you just know, do it. That's and, it. Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't know a lot of your opinions, so I'm like saying these things. I'm like, are they gonna hate me if I say this? Like, because mm-hmm. this is what I feel, and at this point, I feel like we've had a lot of similar beliefs on different controversial issues. Um, but but like, there's always that like little that little part that like you've gone through right. as a yeah. white woman that yes. I would never understand as right. a black male, and yeah. like that's fine. Like that's you can have different political views. You can mm-hmm. have different football team like that's the like you can you can dislike something that your friend likes like that's not that's not a bad thing you know and people think yo i'm supposed to get along with everyone by liking everything no that's not the case here you know what i'm saying like you can and like even though we obviously have differences we've had like some really good conversation which i think is kind of the whole point like knowing that despite the differences this sounds so so cliche but like despite the differences we can find something to talk about you Mm -hmm. know yeah like things that we all feel passionately about Mm -hmm. you know yeah like i'm not gonna like you well some (laughs) things some things there's this i'm not even gonna expose him wait what happened oh i thought it was counting down (laughs) (laughs) dang but yeah like it's yeah, that's just not the case. Like, you can definitely disagree with certain things and still get along with people. And still, it's, like, so easy to learn more about people and understand what people are going through. Like, I, I talked about this the very first episode. I remember this. The whole point of this podcast is to understand. You know, we try to bring as many people as we can into the mix to hear different stories. Because everybody has a different story. And you'll learn these different stories so easy if you just put yourself out there, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't really know what yeah, else to say. outside the box. Huh? Kind of like we was arguing about, um, Creed. He spent a month <laughs> training. Oh my not God, that's not like Creed. So It's an argument. Yeah, but yeah, that that is true. That is true. I don't dislike you any less. That's very nah, true. I feel the same way. We good. Oh, I thought... <laughs> <laughs> what? What did you gonna say? Huh? You thought you thought I didn't like because you said he was in there for a week. He he was there for like a few days, yo. He was not there for a month. All right, Jordan. Okay. Did you guys watch Creed? Did you watch Creed? They don't. Care. I have no idea what that is. It's just this movie about. It's like the Rocky. Movies, it's Apollo Creed's son. Yeah. Do you know what Rocky is? Balboa. You don't know who Rocky Balboa is? <laughs> Uh, no. I've, like, heard Brian, of Brian, do you know who never... Rocky Balboa is? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. We gotta put her on the Rocky, though. How many movies are there? There's, like... There's five. Oh. There's five Rocky movies? Yeah. I've, I've like, heard about all of them. I've just never watched them. Oh, okay. Them. Like, I've, Rocky like, heard movies. of it. Oh, okay. Just... Okay, that's that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. That's good. We gotta... We gotta put you on, though. Is that statue of Philadelphia, like, real? I think so. I think so. I'm pretty sure it's real. Maybe. It'd be Sylvester Stallone, though. They just have a random picture of Sylvester Stallone. Just Rocky. That's kind of cool, though. But back to the conversation. Is there anything else, like, do you guys want to add about, like, just a city culture? 
I don't know. I feel like we, we strayed a bit far from, you know, the first conversation about, you know, the school and everything. And, to, and it hasn't been a bad conversation. We've talked about a lot of good stuff, but anything about the city that you guys just, like, want to add? Let me think. Got some good food in the city. There's a lot of good food. <laughs> that That is very true. And, yeah, like, we're going to repeat this, but, like, just putting yourself out there. You're learning a lot about the city that you wouldn't know, you know, especially if you have that one-sided look about kids that, well, not just even about kids, but just about people who live here, you know? Uh, I feel like the fact that the the districts that we have in the city of Rochester are, like, really different. Like, we have the worst and the best districts, like, not too far from each other. And so, you know, you know, that just brings up conflict in itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have the best district and then the worst district, you know, they're going to they're gonna hear stuff and... I feel like if you hear certain things about the district being bad, it gives you a bad outlook on the whole city. You know what I'm saying? As a mm-hmm. whole. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, these adults are, I don't know, like, you just hear the stories of, like, something just failing over and over again. And then, oh, yeah, so since this is failing, the city is failing. And since the city is failing, this is just not a good place to be. This is not a good place to raise your kids. This is not a good place to put your kids in school. This is not a good place to work. And, like, you know, just, like, so on and so forth. I feel like we should do more things to teach people why we love this, like why the city should be loved. You know what I'm saying? Like people should have more pride in where they were born and raised. My family should have more pride in where we were born and raised because our water is really good. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then uh, it's also, and then we've talked about this before, but like just the the poverty situation, you know, the the difference in, I mean, not the difference, but actually the connection in uh, the connection between poverty and like where you live, like it's just going to result like it's, it's all a connection. It's all like race, money, where you work, where you go to school, like it's all going to be connected. And we, we fail to realize how connected it is. And so once we like once we have a outlook and this is why a lot of these people in the suburban schools feel this way and just the suburban communities is because a lot of these like we're set up to fail like they don't think that we can rise and be better and like have some pride in where we come from you know what i'm saying and so kind of just rambling on and on i don't really have like a final thing but you guys know what i'm talking about yeah, I, don't, we, I don't we get you we get you everybody else gets you too Hopefully. But anything else? I mean. Say something for the city, Marcus. What's a city fun fact? Um, Fun fact. Let me think. Oh. Have we talked about. We got a city basketball league that goes on. We do? Yeah. All the rec centers have their own basketball team. That's not a city fun fact. That is a fun fact. I didn't know that. See? That's a fun fun fact. I was on that city team too. TBL. <laughs> you serious? I'm not lying. I'm serious. <laughs> trash. <laughs> I wasn't trash. We won. How many games? How many? How many points did you get a game? We ain't gonna talk about that. But just know that we won. Trash. <laughs> I was like 12 years old. What do you mean? It's like introduction to basketball. Mm. But, but not a lot of cities got a CBL team. Uh, 
Oh, this is like kind of on topic, but kind of off topic. There's this guy who I've been listening to on Instagram who I follow. And he does like a lot of stuff for Chicago, you know. And I didn't know this until a couple months ago. But Chirac, Ch Chicagoans do not like the name Chirac. Yes. What does it mean? I have no idea what it means, but I feel like the name Chirac, when you hear it or when you it's say like, it, it's, it's like bad. dangerous, it's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, like, it's just a bad connotation of like Chicago, what Chicago yeah. is, you know what I'm saying? Like, we had this, uh, when Anthony was working on his, uh... I looked that up, hold on, Chirac. I know Montana got a song called Chirac. When, uh, Anthony was doing his concert for cancer, one of the people that was helping him out really closely, uh... She, uh, like, we used to say Chirac all the time because she was from Chirac. And one day, like, she got really mad. She was like, stop calling it Chirac. Like, it's not Chirac. <laughs> and I felt so bad because, like, I didn't realize that it was, like, an offending an offending thing. And she was just like, yeah, like, it really is offending. I guess it's a term given to Chicago because of the, the murders and the violence that incurred. Yeah. And I guess it's supposed to sound like Iraq, so they make it Chirac to... Oh, together. oh, I feel stupid. That that makes sense. Yeah, just yeah. Urban Dictionary came in clutch. Damn, I'm gonna stop saying that. That's yeah, that's messed like, up. Like no nobody knows that because everybody on media is saying, Oh yeah, Shy Rag, you know, it sounds like cooler than saying Chicago, but like it's actually like really offending to people who are from Chicago. And uh that's like off topic, but this guy down there, I'll find his Instagram and I'll tell you guys next episode. But he does a lot of stuff to like show awareness on like there's more uh, there's more to Chicago than just the gun violence. You know, mm -hmm. Chance the Rapper came from Chicago. Juice World, uh, Juice World came from Chicago. Uh, Kanye came from Chicago, right? Kanye, one of the, he came from Chicago. We not finna get on him, but <laughs> like you know, like there's a lot of good that does come from cities where people like even like the most quote unquote dangerous city in America. There, like there's some light there. You know what I'm saying? Like there's good coming from this city, and there's people trying to get other people who don't live there to see the good. And so if they can do it, then we know we can do it. We just have to put certain things in place in our city to help other kids and other adults and other people who have like a certain look on us to teach them that like there's more to Rochester than what you see Rochester as. There's more to Rochester. And I'm not saying the whole Rochester. I'm saying the city, mm. the urban areas city of, Rochester. of Rochester. You know, there's oh. so much. Like there's so many gardens that we have in Rochester Brian and Kristen have a garden. It was dope. People come to their garden. All random people from across the city come across to pick their plants and their vegetables and stuff. We have a, a couple of school gardens. We have uh, concerts going on all the time. We have uh, well, the concerts usually happen at uh, that park, Martin Luther King Park, all the yeah. time. We have party in the park. We have a bunch of shows during the winter. Uh, yeah, exactly, and that is super slept on. I've been making a list actually. Every time I hear a new restaurant comes on, like coming and trying Rochester, to share that list, huh? You trying to swing that list? Yeah, we can go together. Ah, uh, well, no, you probably want to bring in Shorty. I got uh, you. I got you. All right. But yeah, like there's there's so many restaurants that you can go to here, and I'm not talking about chains. Don't be going to chains. Those are trash. Wait, Bro. not all chains are trash. What chain isn't trash? Mm, I like Outback. It's pretty pretty good. Longhorn. You ever been? All right, bro. <laughs> Cheesecake Factory isn't that bad, actually. 
It's expensive I like Cheesecake though. Factory. Huh? Cheesecake Factory is expensive. It's worth what you're getting. Got Maybe point. not. No. Shout out Lento though. We know how we get. You know how we get. But uh, yeah. Is Ark still hiring? Yeah. Is Ark still hiring? Oh wait, no, we're not gonna end it. That <laughs> that is the end of our episode. Wait, uh, follow us on For the Future Official. I know I need to get back to that. And have some pictures and such, you know, doing more stuff on there. I'm gonna start doing more on there. I've been getting lazy. Uh if you haven't heard us already, add me on my personal Instagram. That's Jordan C216. The boy who dreams, the dot boy who dreams. And yeah, hit us up. DM us on Instagram if you guys have any questions, comments, or, you know, do you just want us to talk about something later on in an episode? Hit us up. Like, what? Y'all, y'all be. I'm going I'm to rant about this every episode, yo. If y'all go listen to the episodes, it. <laughs> at the, at the oh, if you guys are going to listen to the episodes. Just just hit us up, yo. Like, I want to know. I really, like, genuinely want to know what your guys' opinions are. And I know you guys are listening because we can check. Like, we, we see it. We see that yo, people are watching. I'm going to Easter eggs, bro. Since I don't talk a lot, I'm going to say, like, one word. And, like, whoever, like, can f- figure out what, what word I said during the episode, bro. they like, what are you talking get about? get a shout out, bro. You know what Easter egg is? Like, like, like throughout in- the whole podcast, I say one word. And then, like, if they were really listening, bro, they would know what word I said. Like it's it's a specific word that I said, and they gotta like try to like relay it back to us. <laughs> we gotta we so gotta do that. Them, make sure they were listening. Yeah. <laughs> but we gotta make sure people are actually like hitting us up. Like nobody has texted yet. The, the only people who have said something yeah, were the two us. guys and we can that give we shout out, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to give people shout outs, but nobody's. I don't know. That is scared of well, us. Well, yeah, hit us up. You know, tell us how you feel about the episode. And I'm going to go on this rant every episode, so I hope you guys are going to hear it. But that's, uh, that's it, guys. Bye. Victory lap.